As an entrepreneur, it is crucial, I cannot underscore this enough, (laughs) to filter out negative influences and surround yourself with supportive people who believe in your vision. Because naysayers and critics can undermine your confidence and discourage you from pursuing your goals. So it is key to learn to dismiss their negativity and focus on your own path. You must nurture a positive outlook and focus on possibilities rather than limitations. And that's what this show is all about, the me bet. It's all about seeing possibilities. Today, I'm going to talk about the six mindset shifts that are required when betting on yourself. There are many of these mindset shifts that you must embrace, but today we'll cover six of them. I'm Erica Johnson, host of the Me Bet podcast, where betting on yourself is always a win. Let's get to it. The first mindset shift that's required when betting on yourself is self-talk. And what does that mean? Self-talk refers to the internal dialogue that we have with ourselves. It greatly influences our mindset and actions. So when we decide to become an entrepreneur and you decide to bet on yourself, it's crucial to cultivate positive and empowering self-talk. This involves replacing self-doubt negativity and limiting beliefs with affirmations, encouragement, and confidence building statements. You must cultivate confidence in your abilities and trust in your decisions. You must believe in your vision even when others doubt you. It's important that you maintain a positive self-image and stay committed to your goals. An excellent book that talks about self-talk is What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Helmstetter, PhD. He describes five levels of self-talk, and these levels represent the different types and depths of our internal dialogue. So level one is called the negative acceptance. At this level, you accept and internalize negative thoughts and beliefs about yourself without questioning them. So you believe them to be true and you allow them to shape your self-perception. So some examples are, I'm just not good enough. I always mess things up. I'll never be successful. Level two is called awareness and recognition. This involves becoming aware of the negative self-talk and recognizing its impact on your life. So you begin to question the validity of these thoughts and you challenge their accuracy. Some examples of these are, why do I always put myself down? I need to stop these negative thoughts. I deserve to give myself a chance. Level three is the decision to change. At this level, you make a conscious decision to change your self-talk and replace negative thoughts with positive and empowering ones. You take control of your internal dialogue and you actively choose 
to focus on constructive and supportive statements. Some examples of the decision to change are, I am capable of achieving my goals. I can learn from my mistakes and grow. I believe in my abilities to overcome challenges. Level four is called the daily practice. That involves incorporating self-talk into your daily life. Like you consistently engage in uplifting and motivating internal dialogue that reinforces your positive beliefs about yourself and your capabilities. So some examples of this are, I am worthy of love and respect. I am proud of my progress and achievements. I embrace challenges as opportunities for growth. And the final level is called the unconscious competence. Now this is the highest level. And with this particular level, positive self-talk becomes second nature to you. It becomes ingrained in your mindset and you effortlessly maintain a positive and empowering internal dialogue without conscious effort. So an example of this would be, I am grateful for all the blessings in my life. I radiate confidence and attract success. I trust myself to make the right decisions. So as you can see, these five levels illustrate the journey from accepting negative self-talk to developing a positive and empowering inner dialogue that supports personal growth and well-being. And by understanding these levels, you can consciously work towards transforming your self-talk and improving your self-image and your ability to be successful in your me bet. Okay, so let's move on to mindset shift number two, which is cutting out the noise and silencing the critics and naysayers. Now, as an entrepreneur, it is crucial, I cannot underscore this enough, <laughs> to filter out negative influences and surround yourself with supportive people who believe in your vision. Because naysayers and critics can undermine your confidence and discourage you from pursuing your goals. So it is key to learn to dismiss their negativity and focus on your own path. You must nurture a positive outlook and focus on possibilities rather than limitations. And that's what this show is all about, the me bet. It's all about seeing possibilities. That's why we have these amazing guests that come on our show and they talk to us about their journeys, no matter their situation. And they let us know that there are so many possibilities. There are so many things that we may not have thought of, of how we can bet on ourselves. And if you notice, with all of our guests, they have maintained a sense of optimism, even in challenging situations. And that is critical when you are cutting out the noise and dealing with naysayers. You have to train your mind to see opportunities rather than roadblocks. And there are two books that I recommend you take a look at 
when you are looking to cut out the noise. One book is called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. This book presents four guiding principles for personal freedom and a happy life. It helps you to develop a strong sense of self-worth and it teaches you to not take the opinions of others personally. You have to get rid of that crazy noise of all of the critics, of the online trolls, all of those people. The second book that I recommend that you take a look at is called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. <laughs> it's by Mark Manson. Now this book offers a refreshing perspective on finding your own values, defining success on your terms, and prioritizing what truly matters. It can help you to shift your mindset and focus on information that genuinely contributes to your personal and entrepreneurial growth. All right, let's go for number three. The third mindset shift that we're gonna talk about is called the mental information diet. So when we're transitioning into an entrepreneurial mindset and you're betting on yourself, you need to adopt a selective approach to the information that you consume, because this can be highly beneficial. An essential mindset shift is to curate a healthy, mental information diet. So what does that mean? That means be intentional about the content you consume. Focus on educational and motivational resources that align with your entrepreneurial goals. You should limit your exposure to negative news, gossip, and mindless distractions that drain your energy and time. The information that you're consuming should offer actionable insights and practical advice. So it's important to identify the key areas of expertise that's required for your entrepreneurial venture and concentrate on gathering knowledge in those specific fields. A good resource to review for this is a book called The Information Diet, a case for Conscious Consumption by Clay A. Johnson. No relation, okay? <laughs> this book explores the idea of treating information like food, and it provides strategies for becoming more intentional and mindful about what you consume. All right, mindset shift <laughs> number four. Failure as a possibility. Okay, this is a big one. So in entrepreneurship, failure is a common occurrence. It's essential to embrace the fact that not every endeavor will be a success and that setbacks and challenges are part of the journey. Understanding this helps you in building resilience and it allows you to learn and grow from your experiences. It's highly likely that you will fail more times than you succeed. And you have to get comfortable with that. Everybody deals with that, okay? Many successful entrepreneurs have experienced multiple failures before achieving their breakthroughs. Understand that failure is not a personal flaw, but it's an inherent part 
of the entrepreneurial journey. So that means that we all go through it. Whenever any of us decide to start a business, failure is part of the process. When trying something new, it's important to develop the ability to adapt and pivot quickly in the face of challenges or failures. Being flexible and open to change will help you to navigate setbacks effectively and find alternative paths to success. Winston Churchill said, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. A book I would recommend you to take a look at is called Failing Forward, Turning Mistakes into Stepping Stones for Success by John C. Maxwell. In this book, Maxwell discusses the importance of embracing failure as a means to learn, grow, and achieve long-term success. He provides practical strategies for shifting your mindset and using failure as a stepping stone toward personal and professional development. Now let's take a look at number five, which goes along with number four that we just talked about. So number five is reframe failure as experiments and an opportunity for improvement. So instead of attaching negative connotations to failure, it's important to view it as an experiment or a valuable learning opportunity. So adopting a growth mindset allows you to approach challenges with curiosity and a willingness to adapt. So we need to treat each attempt as an opportunity to gather data and refine our strategies, okay? So let's say, for example, you launch a product and it doesn't go as planned. You should probably seek out feedback from your customers, identify the areas for improvement, and iterate on the product based on the new insights that you generated from your customers. So you use these setbacks as stepping stones towards success. Thomas Edison said, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. That's actually one of my favorites. And the final shift for today is it is important to try many things before something sticks. Entrepreneurship often involves a process of trial and error. So you must be open to experimentation. Entrepreneurship is like being a scientist. You test, you fail, you test multiple times more, and then voila, something sticks. So entrepreneurs often need to explore different ideas, strategies, and opportunities before finding the right fit. As Jay-Z once said, I'm not afraid of failing, I'm afraid of not trying. This mindset shift allows for flexibility and adaptability in the face of uncertainty. And because of this, you increase your chances of discovering what truly resonates with your target audience and drives your business forward. So you can experiment with side projects that align with your interests and skills. So it's important to start small. So it could be creating a blog, developing a mobile app, 
or launching an e-commerce store. These projects allow you to test ideas, learn skills, and discover potential business opportunities. And it's important to remember that you're experimenting, so you should treat your projects like cattle and not pets, which simply means that don't get married to one particular venture. Try a variety of things before you make your decision as far as what's going to be your business, what's going to be your project that you spend your time, effort, and attention on. So there you have it. We have the six foundational mindset shifts that you must have when betting on yourself. Please review these and see which ones you need to focus on as you experiment on your MeBet journey. That's it for today. Join me next week with another amazing episode of the MeBet podcast.